Respiratory Section 3, Obstructive versus Restrictive Disease. Obstructive disease is characterized by small airway obstruction and increased resistance to expiratory flow. So getting the air out is the problem here. Restrictive disease is characterized by a proportionate reduction in all of the lung volumes. So small lung volumes are the problem here. So let's compare obstructive disease and restrictive disease in terms of the lung volumes and capacities. So for residual volume, we will have normal or increase in obstructive disease because there will be gas trapping and in restrictive disease it's going to be decreased so again residual volume frc and tlc they will either be normal or increased because of gas trapping in the obstructive disease and in the restrictive disease obviously the the small lung volume are the problem so obviously it's going to be decreased okay for the FEF2575 and the FEV1 FVC ratio, anything that has ratio, the restrictive disease, it's normal. It doesn't involve there and it's decrease in obstructive disease. Okay. And then for the FEV1 and FVC, restrictive disease is going to be decreased. The obstructive disease is either normal or decreased because of gas trapping. So just my shortcut here is all these volumes and capacities would restrictive disease everything is decreased just put in mind that everything is decreased in restrictive lung disease because the problem here is smaller lung volume so everything is decreased in restrictive lung disease except for the ratio the fef2575 and the fev1 fbc because they don't matter there so it's just normal okay so let's begin with the spirometry for obstructive and restrictive disease the normal waveform looks like an upside-down ice cream cone. In the obstructive lesion, the expiratory limb has a concave shape. Example of obstructive disease is COPD. So tip here, someone took a bite of my ice cream cone. In the fixed lesion, the inspiratory and the expiratory limbs are flat. The example are tracheal stenosis. So the tip here is someone smashed my ice cream cone. It needs to be fixed. Okay. In the restrictive lesion, the shape of the loop is similar to the normal loop. However, the restrictive loop is smaller and right shifted. Example here is pulmonary fibrosis. Tip on a restrictive diet, you'll have to eat a smaller ice cream cone. That's why it's a smaller ice cream cone. A few words about fixed and variable obstructions in the upper airway. Sometimes an upper airway lesion is a problem during inspiratory and expiration. Other times, the upper airway lesion is variable and only creates the obstruction during inspiration or during expiration, where the lesion is located will have a significant impact. Extrathoracic obstruction, this is considered variable because the patient inhales and airway collapses. Remember, extrathoracic, this is for inhalation. So we know that the problem is the inhalation. So extrathoracic, outside the thorax, the patient inhales, the airway collapse. This, yeah, the airway collapse, this reduces flow. The patient exhales to push and pushes the obstruction open, flow is normal. 
So notice the inspiratory limb is flat. So extra thoracic, remember extra thoracic muscles is responsible for inspiration. So the problem here is inspiratory limb. So ang airway mo close, mo collapse okay? Interthoracic, on the other hand, the patient inhales and pulls open the obstruction. Flow is normal. The patient exhales and collapses the airway. The, the, this reduces the flow. Notice the expiratory limb is flat. So in the intrathoracic, that is for the in, um, that is for exhalation, normal lung recoil. So intrathoracic, as soon as you exhale, the airway collapse, and so this reduces flow. Okay, so that is the difference between the two.